Hello and welcome to the Positive Mindset Tribe, a refreshing and empowering podcast on how to become a magnet for love, abundance and joy. And as you've probably guessed, it all starts with your mindset. I am your host, Veronica Moreno, a mindset coach, therapist and energy healer. And my mission is to share with you my most powerful tips, psychological tools, energy healing techniques, so you can manifest the joyful, meaningful and successful life you deserve. Are you ready for your weekly dose of motivation, confidence and empowerment? Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome to a new episode of the Positive Mindset Tribe. This is the 12th episode already. Can you believe this? What I can't believe is that this is already the 12th episode I've recorded. And we have covered many topics related to how to have a positive and healthy mindset. We have talked about self-love, manifestation, self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, intuition, how to stop negative thoughts. We even we have even talked about the female cycle and the impact that this can have in our mindset and how to use it as a as a tool to optimize performance, well-being and fulfillment. And what I can't believe is that I still haven't covered one of my favorite topics, which is how to transform self-doubt into self-confidence and self-belief. And, and the reason I can't believe it's taking me so long to do this is because in my coaching and healing sessions, in the work I do with my clients one-on-one, 80-90% of the time, I would say, my clients come to me wanting to build their confidence, wanting to get rid of their self-doubt, wanting to believe in themselves more so they can enjoy life more, so they can be more abundant, so they can have more love, more success more joy. So this is a huge topic, very important one. And sometimes when a client comes to me uh, wanting to improve an area of their lives, even if they're not thinking that the underlying reason is the lack of self-confidence of the lack of self-belief, normally as soon as we start to go a bit deeper, uh, this is where it comes to. Because at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, no one will. Lack of self-confidence is one of the main reasons, it's one of the main blockages, is one of the main things that stops us from living the life we truly want to live. And how many times have you wanted to, I don't know, to try a new activity, like going to a dance class or a yoga class, and you have thought, oh, but other people in the class are going to be better. Um, I'm not sure if I look good in these leggings. And you, and in the end, you decided to stay at home and you missed the opportunity to have a lot of fun or to get fitter or to meet like-minded people. How many times have you dreamed of having a better job or even starting your own business, but you haven't taken action because you didn't believe you could do it, because you didn't believe you were good enough or you were smart enough or you had the tools or the knowledge to do this? Or how many times have you wanted to speak up for yourself, but you haven't because you were scared of what other people might think of you and you stayed quiet and then you felt very frustrated because you didn't express yourself like you would have liked to. So confidence, my loves, is not about arrogance. It's not about looking good. It's not about being loud. Confidence is about having a deep belief and trust in oneself. This is what confidence is about. And this is what is going to make a big difference in your life. Because when you believe in yourself, because when when you believe in yourself and that you have all the resources you need to, to face whatever might come your way, 
then you become a magnet for love, for joy, for success, because you are aligned with what you want to attract. But we are going to be covering all this in more in more detail. So this is what I'm going to be covering in this episode. What self-confidence is really about, we are going to explore um, what self-confidence is and what is not. Um, how life changes when you believe in yourself. We're going to talk about the importance of self-confidence and, and getting rid of that self-doubt because when you trust yourself, when you believe in yourself, life can change dramatically. We're going to talk about low confidence triggers and how to avoid them. We're also going to talk about the inner critic and how to heal self-doubt. All those annoying inner messages um, that can be very critical or judgmental. So we're going to talk about that as well. And we're going to finish with a very empowering and positive exercise that I love, uh, which is great for a confidence boost. So this is what, what we're going to, um, to be talking about today. Let's get started with... Uh, understanding what self-confidence is really about because there are some misunderstandings um, about what self-confidence really is. So for me, self-confidence is about knowing and trusting that you have all the inner resources you need to face whatever might come your way. It's about self-belief. It's about knowing that your inner wisdom is always there for you. So it is about yourself not relying on others or external circumstances because a lot of the times um i work with people or i talk to people and they say if only my husband changed if only my partner were different if only the world were a different place if only this or this changed and you can't spend your life waiting for things to change because it's beyond your control you can't control other people you can't control external circumstances what you can control what is in your control is what you do with yourself your mindset your beliefs your state your emotional state that's what you can control so it's about all those inner resources and if something is not working let's start by changing inside by changing ourselves and let the rest be aligned with ourselves so self-confidence is about Believing is about the inner resources, trusting in oneself. And that way you can forget about what the world is doing, what your husband is doing, what your parents are saying, what your colleagues are saying about you, because you know that change starts within. Self-confidence is about um, knowing your self-worth and celebrating yourself and honoring yourself, which is very different from being arrogant it's very different it's not confidence is not um stroking your ego it comes from a very different place confidence self-confidence comes from a place of love and and trust and and celebrating ourselves and and being grateful for everything that we have for all the talents the skills the positive traits we have and knowing your self-worth your self-worth being aware of how much you have to offer to the world being aware and celebrating how wonderful woman or man you are has nothing to do with being self-centered or being arrogant 
because sometimes uh, people are scared of being more confident or working on their self-confidence because they think, oh, but normally people who are very self-confident um, uh, seem very arrogant or very selfish or very self-centered. But there are two separate things. There are two separate things. And actually, people who come across as arrogant and... Uh, uh, and you know, people who are very loud and always talking about how good they are and how great their business is doing and all these things. Most of the time, the loudest ones are the ones that have more insecurities. And that's the reason why they have to go talking about how good they are, how good their business is, how good everything, you know, how many times they go on holidays, how expensive their car are, uh, their car is. So, um, so that, very different things. You can be very, very confident and believe in yourself and celebrate yourself and know your self-worth and know how much value, how much wisdom you have inside and still be very humble, which I think is a great combination. And that is the balance we should aim for. Being confident, believing in ourselves, knowing that we can do whatever we want to achieve, overcoming our fears, being determined, having that drive, that motivation, but at the same time, being humble and know that this is a process, that we will always have things to improve, that we will always have things to heal, that yeah, sometimes you will be scared and there will be fears and there will be uh, painful experiences, but because you know, because you trust, you have the resources, you just deal with it. So that is what confidence is about. Um, and also for me, a, a very important thing when it comes to understanding self-confidence is, um, for me, uh, self-confidence is about owning your power and taking responsibility. And this is very important because we have to leave the victim role behind. When we are in victim mode, oh, poor me, everything happens to me, no one loves me, no one helps me, everything is terrible, I have such bad luck. When we say these things to ourselves, when we are in this state, we get caught in this low vibration, um, dense, heavy energy. And the more we repeat these messages to ourselves, the more we're going to believe them. They're going to become um, not only a thought, but a deep belief. And our deep beliefs are the ones that shape our reality. So actually, when we are in victim mode and we repeat these messages to ourselves, what we're doing is we're going to go out to the world and we're going to be looking for evidence that that is true, that all poor me, that no one loves me, that, I'm, that I have such bad luck. And that's what we're going to be looking for. And that's what unconsciously um i'm not saying we do this on purpose or on purpose obviously but unconsciously that's what we are that's where our energy is going to be where our focus is going to be and we're going to be looking for evidence that confirms that we are a victim that we have bad luck so for me self-confidence is all about leaving that victim role behind that is not serving you at all I can't think of any time in my life where I have been in the victim role. And trust me, I've been, in, I've been in the victim role many times. So I know what I'm talking about. I can't remember one single time I've been a victim and I've got something good from it. Never. It's disempowering. It's completely disempowering. So for me, confidence is about leaving that victim role behind and taking responsibility of our lives owning our power, becoming empowered. For me, that's what confidence is about. Confidence, self-love and empowerment, I think are very uh, interlinked uh, topics. For me, they go uh, 
they go hand in hand. When we are confident, um, we feel empowered. When we connect with our inner power, then we can make decisions that are aligned with our values. And and for this, obviously, we need a, a pinch of self-love um, because with love, without love, without compassion, we can't do the inner work properly. So in a nutshell, that's for me, that's what confidence is about. Knowing our resources, knowing our self-worth and unleashing a power, taking responsibility for our lives. Stop relying on other people, uh, changing or external circumstances. Um, it is not about the ego. It is not about being arrogant. And it's definitely not. It is all about leaving that victim role behind. Now, why is self-confidence so important? Um, because when you are confident, when you believe in yourself, when you believe you have the resources to deal with anything that might come your way, when you know how to overcome your fears, when you are in your power, when you are connected with yourself, your life changes completely. You really, you, you, you truly become a magnet for love, for joy, for success, because you are aligned with yourself. And you have better relationships, you have more success in your career. People can feel if you believe in yourself or not. You can go and and give a speech and and pretend that you are very confident, you know, and put a mask on and and have a big smile, but people feel if you really believe in yourself or not. So, for example, if you if you have your your own business and 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 you're trying to offer a service. And if you believe in yourself, in what you're doing, people are going to perceive it. And it doesn't matter how much marketing you do, people are going to perceive if you believe in what you do or not. If you're trying to find a new partner and you really love yourself and you are confident that you will find someone you deserve um, and that deserves you and that you can have a healthy, nurturing relationship and you respect yourself and you honor yourself and, and, and you are confident, the other person is going to perceive that and they're going to treat you accordingly. Now, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't value yourself, if your self-worth is very low or your self-esteem or the perception you have about yourself is very low. People also perceive that. And that's why we get caught sometimes in toxic relationships when people don't value us or don't treat us the way they deserve. And and that is just a manifestation of what's going on inside of how you treat yourself. So how confident you are, how much you believe in yourself can literally change your life. Because when you're confident, you don't think about pleasing others and you don't live your life based on someone else's on someone else's expectations you make decisions that are aligned with your values and that is what confidence is all about being aligned with your values believing in yourself making decisions that are right for you not for other people so i'm going to invite you to take a few moments for self reflection here uh, just to illustrate this uh, this point. Uh, so take a few moments uh, to, to visualize yourself, to think if you were the most confident version of yourself, if you believed in yourself 100%, if you trusted, if you knew deeply that you have all the resources you need, that no one's going to judge you or that you don't care if people judge you, if you know, if you knew that, um, that you're following 
your purpose, how would you how would your life be different? Imagine yourself being the most confident version of yourself, the most empowered version of yourself. How would your life be different? What would you be doing differently? Maybe you would apply for that job you have been dreaming of. Maybe you would be dating someone else. Maybe you would try a new dance class that you've never tried before. What does, would you be making different decisions? What would you say no to? What will you do more of? What will you do less of? And you can stop the podcast here and take a few moments maybe to, um, uh, to do some journaling, you know, to write down some of your thoughts or just close your eyes for a few minutes and visualize yourself being the most confident and powerful version of yourself and visualize how your life will be different, what you will be doing differently. So I encourage you to stop the episode here and and do a bit of self-reflection and see what comes up um, from there. <laughs> All right, my loves, we're going to move on to low confidence triggers. So what triggers low confidence, self-doubt, negative thought? And there are a few things here that I would like to cover. The first one is other people's opinion. The people we surround ourselves with is so important because as human beings, is it is our instinct to do whatever is necessary to be liked, to be accepted, to not be rejected. It is our survival instinct. Because in the past, maybe this meant that if our tribe rejected us, we would be on our own and we wouldn't survive. So we would do anything we can to be loved, to be accepted by our tribe. By our tribe. Now, we need to be very careful about who's in our tribe, right? We need to be very careful and mindful of the people we spend our time with because it can have a huge impact in your confidence. And remember, someone else's opinion of you says more about them than about you. And think about this twice. Someone else's opinion of you says more about them than you. Why? Because people tend to project their fears and their insecurities and their opinion about the world onto others. So if someone is criticizing you or doesn't approve of what you do or tells you what you should do or what you shouldn't, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It's just that they are projecting their vision they have of the world onto you, their insecurities, their fears, their beliefs, etc., etc. So be very careful with the people you surround yourself with on a daily basis because it can have a big impact on your confidence. The second one is social media and news, which um, I think I have covered this topic uh, in a lot of detail in some of the first episodes when I was talking about how to keep a healthy and positive mindset. Um, for me, social media news is something to avoid at all costs and, and, and to minimize. And if you use it, if you use social media, use it very wisely, very consciously. Um, because one of the main well, there are many reasons, but uh, in relation to confidence, the topic we're covering today, one of the main reasons is that on social media, no one shares their miseries, right? So I'm sure many times you go on social media and see this person on holidays, this person buying this new car, this person looking so fit and skinny, and this person talking about how successful they are or mm, showing off their new boyfriend or whatever. Um, and, and maybe you think they're in a better place than you. But Keep in mind that social media is a window display, right? So in a shop, you have your window display. You're obviously going to have your best dresses showing in the window display, right? But no one shows the um, 
um, the garbage room. No one shows what's going on behind the curtains. And anyway, life is not a competition against others. So focus on yourself all the time. We waste on social media, scrolling down for no reason, just making ourselves feel bad. So focus on yourself and avoid any content or any platforms that trigger any feelings of fear, anger, self-doubt. If that's the feelings um, this content is triggering, avoid. Avoid at all costs. It's not doing you any good. The third thing to take into account, uh, bad habits. And this is kind of a vicious, <laughs> a vicious circle, really, because bad habits can make us feel bad and can trigger low confidence. But at the same time, it is normally when we feel low or insecure that we might fall back into bad habits. So, for example, checking your phone first thing in the morning instead of doing some connection, well-being, healthy routine. Uh, eating junk food, especially a lot of sugar, um, affects the brain, the fight-or-flight system. It makes us feel sluggish and bloated physically. And that translates into feeling sluggish and bloated and low emotionally, right? So I would strongly recommend that you review your habits and add some new healthy ones or prioritize, if you have them already, uh, some healthy ones like meditation, journaling, practicing gratitude, spending more time in nature, being very mindful of what you put, what you eat, what you put in your body, what you read, um, what you put in your mind. Because it is going to make a feel, uh, it's going to make a big difference. And, and I can think of how many times I've eaten a, a huge pizza or, 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 or a cake or something like that. And then I felt bloated and I felt, oh, another time that I've surrendered to this and, 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 and my confidence has been impacted because just because of a, of a bad habit. Right? So just assess review, you know, spend a few minutes um, reviewing your your bad habits um, um, and, 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 and see how they make you feel um, and, and try to find some motivation, maybe partner up with a buddy if you're listening to this podcast with someone you know, um, you know, or you have a personal development or personal growth uh, buddy, keep each other accountable and, 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 give, and give each other ideas about good habits, you know, bad habits that you want to get rid of, new positive healthy habits that we want to that you want to add to your to your routine. And especially when you add healthy habits that become a daily thing, something that you do daily without even thinking about it, um, it will have a huge impact. And for me one of those things is meditation in the morning, a well being routine, uh, first thing in the morning, because it helps it, it changes my mindset completely for, for the day. And I know the days I skip these habits, the days I skip my meditation techniques and my journaling and my intention setting. Normally those days are a bit of a mess, <laughs> so I notice a big difference. Um, so I would strongly recommend you to add some uh, habits like that into your into your routine. Now, I'm saving this one for last, um, which is the inner critic and limiting beliefs, all beliefs or programs that we have inside ourselves. Uh, this is one of the things that um, impact our self-confidence the most. Because who is the worst enemy of our self-confidence? Most of the time, that is ourselves. As bad as it sounds, we can be our worst enemies. Our old beliefs, programs. I'm talking about that 
annoying inner voice full of self-doubt, judgment, criticism. So that's why I refer to as the inner critic. We can be our worst enemies. We can be so harsh on ourselves. It's incredible. So this is, I'm saving this one for last because it's the most important one. And recently, uh, in a workshop I did about self-confidence, we did an exercise uh, to work on the inner critic. And what we did was we drew it. Uh, so if you if you listen to this to this episode, think about how your inner critic, what your inner critic would look like. If you had to draw it, uh, what does your inner critic, that annoying inner voice, what does it look like? And sometimes it looks like an angry face or like a monster or like a bunch of like random lines or an ugly color or an ugly shape or something like that. Um, uh, so that's what we did. We drew it. We wrote down all the messages from this inner critic and what I told um what I told the, the the people in the workshop to do is look for evidence that those messages are not true and this is something you can do anytime so you can grab a piece of paper right now and start drawing your inner critic write down all the messages from your inner critic and find this is the most important point find evidence that this is not true so for example if you're thinking about starting your own business and your inner critic is telling you that you have no idea how to start that that's not going to work for you who do you think you are no one's going to believe in that idea no one would buy from you then i would like you to find evidence that that is not true and maybe you can tell your inner critic well actually i studied this and this and that well actually i have experience in this and this and that well actually i don't know the first thing about how to start a business but you know i've learned new i have learned new skills in the past i'm a quick learner i could learn it with a bit of help so that's what i want you to do to find evidence that those messages are not true and then when you're done you can do whatever you like with this piece of paper you can break it you can throw it away you can burn it i love the burning Thing. I love the, the transformation that fire uh, gives us. I, I do a lot of fire ceremonies. I absolutely love it. Um, you can even put it in the freezer, which is something that one of my, um, one of my teachers uh, uh, taught me when I was doing my master's degree in, in counseling. And we were um, exploring a lot about how to work with the inner critic. And he said, once I recommended a client to draw the inner critic, write the, message, the messages and put it in the freezer. And it worked really well because, and I've tried this and it does feel amazing because it's like literally freezing that annoying voice and don't underestimate the power of these kind of rituals or symbolic actions because they can be even more powerful than spending one hour talking about your problems in a therapy session because the brain understands this symbolism. So sometimes the fact that we draw our inner critic and we saw it and we see it burning or we, or we, throw it away or we bury it or we put it in the freezer somewhere where we know that it is in control the key about this exercise and what i like about this exercise is that it gives us the feeling that we are in control that the inner critic is not a monster that we can't control it's a part of ourselves that is there for a reason and we have to treat with compassion and love but it is not in control we are in control and by doing this exercise, it can give you that sense of being in control and, and being able to manage it. So this is a very important one. Uh, please check out all the episodes the, uh, where I have covered in a, with a lot of detail how to stop limiting beliefs, how to stop negative thoughts. Um, 
I can think of two or three episodes. There's one about limiting beliefs. There is one about how to stop negative thoughts. Um, and there are a few others uh, on how to keep a healthy and positive mindset in general. So if this is something you want to work with, I would recommend you check out those episodes because there is a lot more information in there. And I'm just going to say one final thing in reg with regards to uh, low confidence uh, triggers, which is people who don't want you to change. And I know we've talked about the people you surround yourself with, but this has a different connotation. That's why I'm saving this for last, because um, it is a very big one, because when you start doing the inner work, when you start working with your inner critic, when you start healing your past experiences, um, the negative thoughts and the inner critic start to fade away. And, and then the magic happens because you start believing in yourself more, you become more empowered, and then you change your actions. It's kind of like the process is an internal shift. And then when you become more empowered and more confident, you start making different decisions. You change your behavior, you change your habits. Once you've overcome the resistance, it will happen naturally for you. And normally what happens is that people who are close to you will have resistance to your change. They're not going to like your change. And I remember when I started my personal development journey, um, I changed many things about me. Um, and, and some people thought I was becoming weird, <laughs> that I was changing, but in a, in a negative way with the different uh, connotations. For example, I used to go out a lot and drink until 6 a.m. and go clubbing and all this thing. When I, when I stopped going out for drinks and I, and I became more interested in taking care of myself, in meditation, in spirituality, uh, I was making different decisions uh, to take care of myself as I was setting more boundaries and stopped being available for everyone. People around showed a lot of resistance. They were like, mm, we are used to these patterns and this is changing. And people don't like change. As human beings, we tend to not like change. We tend to avoid change at all costs. And again, it goes with that survival instinct. Change can be dangerous, right? So please, 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 please. If you are in a process of personal transformation, of deep change or spiritual awakening, if you are going on, on a deep inner work um, journey, ignore the people who will say things like, you're crazy, you're weird, you didn't used to be like that, because that means that they are not growing with you and they won't support you in your process. And most of the times, they don't do this consciously. It's not that they want to hurt you. It's not that they don't want you to, to improve yourself. But they have their own resistance. And their intentions might be very good. And they might try to give you advice and, and, and tell you how much you're changing, like it's something really bad. Um, but the reality is that sometimes you might even see that you will lose some friendships as you change because you won't be aligned anymore because you won't be in the same vibration anymore and that's inevitable when you start uh your doing your inner work when you start your personal and spiritual development journey it is going to happen inevitably some people are not going to resonate as you grow some people are going to are not going to resonate with with your changes but as you grow and as you change and as you raise your frequency um, and, and you raise your vibration, you will attract people that are aligned with you and you will find your tribe, people who are in your highest interest. <clears throat> 
So be very careful um, and, and, and don't get annoyed because I used to get annoyed and I used to get very triggered. But the thing is that when someone is changing and, 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 and this normally happens with the people who will be closer to you. So it might be your parents, it might be your partner, it might be your best friends. You know, if you are changing and growing and elevating yourself and, and they're not in this in a personal development journey and they're just staying where they are, there's obviously going to be a mismatch of frequency of, of energy. Um, and they will resist because we tend to resist to change. And this is just our survival instinct. It doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't have good intentions for you. Um, it's just survival instinct. So, so just be aware of that. Don't let them come to you. Um, don't let them affect you or your, or your decisions. Um, just treat them with love and, and compassion. But this is a very important, and, and this is uh, something I discuss with all my clients. Um, I work with one-on-one because I know they're going to achieve the transformation. And I know that as they change, one of the problems um, they face is that, oh, well, I don't feel like being with my friends anymore. My friends tell me that I'm weird. My friends tell me that I'm changing, that I used to be like this, and 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 I feel bad. And this is something to, to take into account because... Some people will give you advice with very good intentions. Some people will give you good advice. You know, I'm not saying you should stop (laughs) listening to everyone that tries to give you advice. Um, But just be aware. Just be aware that as you change, others will be resistant um, or will resist that. uh, that change. And that has nothing to do with you. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It means that you are changing and maybe you're not resonating anymore or you are not aligning anymore. It doesn't need to, it doesn't mean that you have to end all your relationships or, or friendships. Um, they might just be different, but it, there is that period of, uh, of resistance when you can come across some criticism or, or things like that, which, which is not nice. I've experienced it. It's not pleasant. Um, but again, it has nothing to do with you, but with their beliefs and, 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 and their insecurities and their uh, vision of the world. Right. So we have talked a lot about things that trigger low confidence, uh, how we need to deal with our inner critic, uh, how we need to clear our old beliefs and heal the past experiences. Um, So we've talked a lot about uh, things that we have to avoid, things that we need to clear or to heal. Now, what can we do when we need like a quick boost of confidence? So let's end this episode on a very positive and empowering note. So what I'm going to share with you now, it's an exercise that is just so simple, yet one of my favorite ones. I call it the power list. So for this exercise, I'm going to ask you to grab pen and paper. You can do it mentally. For example, you know, if you're driving, if you're cooking, whatever. But if you want to do it in a deeper way, grab pen and paper and set a timer for at least 15 minutes. And what you're going to do is you're going to start writing about your skills, your positive traits, your strengths, uh, challenges you have overcome, lessons you have learned, talents, um, all those things. Now, here's the deal. You are not allowed <laughs> to stop writing until the timer is over. So yeah, you're going to be writing for 15 minutes, at least 15 minutes. 
And if you run out of ideas, expand on the ones you've written already and think of the smallest things. They all count. And I remember, um, again, uh, doing a workshop we did this exercise and 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 the reason why I say uh, to set a timer is because the first times um, I did it, I would suggest this exercise and say, right, okay, so wrap it on paper, make a list of all your positive traits, uh, strengths, lessons you've learned, your wisdom, etc., etc. And the person would do, all right, sure, let me do that. And they would write like three or four things and they would be like, yeah, sure, I'm done. And I'm like, what? Like, surely you have more than three or four things. You have more than three or four positive uh, traits, skills, strengths, talents that you're here to share with the world, lessons you have learned, experiences, um, painful experiences that you have overcome, that you have healed, uh, tips to, to share with others. So, yeah, so that's why we're setting the timer for at least 15 minutes, because there is more inside. And I promise you, if you set the timer for 25 minutes, you will be able to keep writing for 25 minutes. Honestly, try. And this is something that you can um, that you can keep handy and read anytime you feel a bit low. Uh, I love this exercise because it's a great reminder of all the wisdom, all the power and all the talents we have inside because um, you have them inside. They are inside you already. You just need to be in touch with them. You just need to remind yourself that they are there. You just need to let them flourish and 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 unleash your power, your wisdom. It's there already. Everything, everything you need is is there already. So this is just a reminder, but it can be very useful because normally the, the voice of the inner critic is very loud and the voice of the inner wisdom, we tend to ignore it uh, and it's normally much quieter. So it's, it's always good to pass the microphone from the inner critic to the inner wisdom. And this is a way to do it. This is a way to bring the attention and the focus on, on, the, on all, the, um, all the things, all the resources we have. Right, so that was a lot of information and <laughs> that was a lot of uh, things for you to think about and, and to put in practice. Now, if there is something I would like you to take from this episode, uh, that is probably that you already have all the resources and everything you need to be successful within you. If you take one thing from today's episode, Please remember this. You already have all the resources, everything you need to be successful within you. It's already there. But the problem is that sometimes we forget. Or painful experiences or traumatic experiences or old beliefs or programming um, can get in the way. And don't be afraid to let them come to your awareness. Don't be afraid to heal them because this is the best present you can give to yourself. And this is a process. So if you are working on, on, on your confidence and, and, and sometimes this happens, um, you know, um, like if you're going through a process, like for example, after a breakup or after losing a job, you know, after like a challenge and you're kind of working on rebuilding your, your confidence, your self-belief, it is a process. So be patient and treat yourself with compassion. Um, this is not something that happens overnight. There is no magical one that will like fix or rebuild your confidence magically overnight. It's not like that. I've been doing inner work. I've been working on myself for many years and will continue to do it until I die because there is always something to heal. There is always something to improve. 
And when I work with my clients, I always tell them that this is a process. And when we work together, we go deep and we go we go deep to, to heal all the blockages, the old beliefs, the fears, the insecurities. Uh, we also work on unleashing that inner power, the inner wisdom that it is already there. But it is not a one-off intervention. Like <laughs> I don't have a magical wand. No one has a magical wand um, to do this. And but for example, in my this is my own experience. I remember doing a lot of energy healing sessions with my fellow healers. For example, when we were training years ago, or, or when I started my my master's degree in counseling, I had to do therapy for two years every week, um, and I never felt after one session, well, this session after this session suddenly my life changed completely. But many times it's happened to me that I have had sudden realizations or, or or suddenly I would notice a change in the way I behave, in the way I think, in the way I feel, um, the decisions I make. I will find myself feeling much happier, um, with more courage, with, with more motivation, uh, with more ideas, Mm, sleeping better I don't know like a lot of uh, a, a lot of differences and it is incredible how life can change how life can flow how much joy you can experience when you heal and and transform yourself when you do the inner work it is the only way so I would strongly recommend you overcome the resistance because we always have this first resistant uh, re- resistance um, to change and I would recommend that you start going deep within to get rid of all the baggage all the things that are no longer serving you so you can start unleashing your power your wisdom um, to follow your purpose right and like i said this is not a one-off intervention yeah sure you can do a session or maybe by listening to this episode or sometimes you read a quote and you're like oh wow that something clicked um right but know that it is a process so if at this moment if you're not feeling at your best know first of all that it's not always going to be like this and but most importantly know that it is a process and allow yourself time to go within to heal um with love and compassion it is a process and 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 i've experienced this and this is what i do in my one-on-one sessions all the time right and i combine different tools uh, uh i combine the the therapeutic uh, background the counseling background with a more um goal-oriented approach from coaching and obviously the energy work which i absolutely adore the energy healing um techniques that i believe are the ones that really work on on clearing the blockages the the imprints um like especially when we're talking about traumatic experiences or very um painful experiences Anyway, if you want to know more about uh, the transformation that you can achieve with this work, I'm going to leave a link so you can book a free consultation so we can know each other. No obligation to buy anything. And actually, in my free consultations, I normally give a lot of tips and, and ideas. Um, so there is nothing, there is really nothing to lose. So so feel free to, to book one. I'll leave the, the link in the in the notes. Um, and I'm also going to ch- uh, I'm also going to share a link. Um, to, to the work I do so you know also when I share all these all these tips and all these ideas so you can understand uh, my background and and the work I do in in more detail okay my loves 
If you're enjoying this podcast, if you like this episode, please, please, please subscribe and share it with your loved ones. Let's add more people, more beautiful souls like you to the positive mindset tribe. That's all for me. Sending much love and light to everyone and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.